It's from the movie. It's from the Good Burger movie. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. So we're all dudes. Yeah. How do you guys not get that? Damn, we have a slick intro. We I'm do. Truly, thing of beauty. We do. Oh boy. Welcome back. Hi. Welcome to the show. Tim's on time. I'm on time. I didn't. I didn't fall asleep. That was really loud. What happened? I was just excited. Um, I. I don't I have to change my. I wasn't snuggling my kid. I don't have to change my camera partway through. Nice. Uh, I have to fix cameras because for some reason, last stream, the groups got messed up just a, like a tiny bit. So like there's just a little bit of purple underneath the cameras. And it's not going to bother anyone who's watching the show, I don't think. But it's going to trigger me. So. Right. Well, hold on a I second. I get that. Hold on. Are you checking to see if the, the Twitch stream has audio? I do not oh, the have Twitch, audio. The, you don't have audio. The Twitch stream has audio. I do not have any the, desktop okay. audio. The Twitch stream has audio because you're you're on the wrong audio source. Yeah, for my let's try. That happens all all the time. Let's try. Oh, that happens all the time, man. (sighs) It's because I started using these flights. Oh yeah. Ah, that'll get you. Messing up all your audio. Yeah, I gotta change the audio. Audio. That's uh, audio. Yep, there it is. Whoops. There it is. That's a me. Audio. <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God. Perfect. There we go. All right. Uh, sorry, I had to. No, you're Tim, good. did you pick up the 35-year anniversary on Switch? No, because I don't <laughs> have a Switch. I know. Thanks for rubbing it in. You I wish did. you had one. I, mean, I think I'm good. They're supposed to come out with a more powerful version here. Uh, here's well, that's been the rumor. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Switch is um, <clears throat> I don't have a need for Switch anymore because, like, other than playing Nintendo games, which most of which I can do on an emulator, the ones that I actually want to play from my childhood, I'll play on an emulator. Um. Like, what am I going to do? Play Skyrim on it? Oh, I can do that on my phone because of A, Game Pass at some point, and then also B, Steam Link. Enjoy your bland Breath of the Wilds clone. Don't make fun of Genshin like that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, oh. or, or uh, what's, what's Gods and Monsters called now? Uh, Phoenix... Phoenix Rising, something Immortals Phoenix yeah. Rising. That game actually looks pretty cool. Hmm. I forget what game kind of, that is. Kind of excited for it. It's, it's uh, Ubisoft's yeah. Breath of the Wild. Yep, Ubisoft's Breath of the Wild clone that is like based in Greek mythology. Well, yeah, it looks good. Actually, all right. So let's start here. Well, Tim, what have you been playing? Other than um, Spore so, with your son. 
like earlier. So I have been playing more Mortal Kombat, and then I got... This week, I got Logan into... Today, we played Fallout 3. We started a, a Fallout 3 save file. Um, okay. Best Fallout. Early, earlier in the week, we played... Um, well, we played Oblivion and Skyrim. Like, I've got him into games that I have no-lifed, and I am low-key prepping him to want to play Elder Scrolls 6 with me when it comes out <laughs> either next year or in two years. So right. that or I can stream four it. Years. Whenever the fuck it comes out, I'm playing it with <laughs> my boy and it's You got the be long fun. game. I got the plan. Alright. What uh does he like it? Is he into it? Like he was loving it. The the one thing is he was having an easier time with Skyrim and Oblivion because you don't have to aim a gun. You can just pull the right trigger and you swing your sword and there's the arc. Right. So that's new because he's not used to the thumbstick controls. Like that's not, mm. I mean, he plays games on his tablet, but tablet games are all touchscreen. So it's, so he's yeah. getting used to using a controller. Um, and I've found Minecraft is super, Minecraft dungeons, super easy for him to put, get into oblivion. Not too bad. Skyrim pretty easy, but fallout having to aim. Mm -hmm. That's a little tricky. Um, yeah, but if we do a melee build, don't have to worry about it. But I can't; it can't be a stealth melee build because we can't be squishy. <laughs> yep. Nice. What about you, Justin? Plans. Um, I uh ended up picking up Baldur's Gate three, and messing around with that. Um, originally I said I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna hold off, but uh, then Luke has been playing it like a maniac, and he literally doesn't have anything to play video games on other than like i think he's playing it on like lacy's computer that she uses for video editing and uh the other day he called me up and was like man i miss everybody and i was like don't worry dude i'm buying Baldur's gate right now i will play with you <laughs> does it is it have multiplayer yeah yeah that's amazing i mean i yeah it's not surprising because it's it's larian studios so exactly like, that makes sense because they did that with divinity and i i know that even though i haven't played those games but yeah that was uh amazing that's definitely the coolest thing to me about divinity is playing multiplayer so uh once i saw Baldur's gate 3 was going to be multiplayer that's when the hype began nice. um it's been pretty fun we've been uh kind of murder murder hoboing it a bit um just a bit we recently uh helped a bunch of goblins kill some people and there's this lady goblin that i'm going to try to romance so yeah it's going pretty great. What uh, what kind of character are you playing? Um, so I made we we both made halfling rangers. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a fun option where uh, you know how some games they like restrict your character options to like logical things mm -hmm. as far as like skin tone and types of hair or whatever. This one, this is D &D. my character Fuck literally logic. has like crazy like red skin and like bright green hair. His name's Walter Malone. Uh, he's great, man. I have a familiar that I summon, a little crab guy. He uh, he pinches people. He runs around sideways. It's awesome. I pinch. I, I always mm -hmm. think of that. Uh, it was a commercial. I can't remember what it was. I think it was for some car where they're going over all the features of the car, and it's on a beach, and there's this little crab, and the car is talking and going over all its features, and the crab goes, I pinch. <laughs> That's its feature list. 
I beat. That is definitely like, the feature list of my summoned crab. It's so stupid, but I love it. <laughs> Would you say Tell you're you, on a, you. Hold on. I, I was just curious. Do, are you on a D&D kick right now? Because like we played yeah. D&D a couple weeks ago. You had another session yeah. with the boys, some of the boys the other day. Dude. That turned, oh, yeah. What was that, a six-hour to... session? Or some shit. You said uh, you started oh, yeah. at five and you messaged us. Yeah, because like you were like, you were like, yeah, we might be done at like eight thirty nine. We might hop on then. I fell asleep. I woke up in the morning. I checked eleven thirty. Oh, that went late. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, my DM for that game it would play like all day, constantly if it was possible. Oh, so that one went a little late, but yeah, I uh. God, I love D and D. God, I wish you could play more. I know we can. I mean, I I really want to play Baldur's Gate, but I'm just waiting because it's not all the way out yet, and Cyberpunk yeah. is next month. And I just look. Yeah, I'm gonna be look. I'm gonna be honest. I've I'm been playing. I've been it. dabbling. I've been dabbling like a lot of in in games, but I I'm I'm totally honest. I keep coming back to Genshin Impact, dude. Like I just yeah. keep coming back. Like I played. Uh, I've played a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima. But um, I like to play like one round of survival, and then I kind of like feel like I have my fill, and of, of ghosts, and so then I just like come over the computer, and it's like, well, what should I play? And it's like, well, you know, Genshin's right here, just pop it on. It's and just I, waiting. Yeah, like I and I just start playing, and I really enjoy it. Um, I've I've been s- slow rolling it really, because like I just kind of get on and do whatever I want. There's so much fucking shit to do in that game because it has like the gotcha mentality. That it really like just caters to like a huge subset of gamers, right? So you mean you? It caters no, to you because you no. like everything. Well, I I do like a lot. of I stuff. mean, jo- genre wise, I don't mean like. Right. I obviously there's not every single <laughs> yeah. game. It's not like right, Cody's. Right, right. It's not like Cody's like. Oh, every game's amazing. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Like I, I I think you and me and you as well, Justin. I think the three of us are. Like there's some people that they only play fucking FPSs. There's some right. people that they only play Madden, right? They're, like there's right. there's people that have their taste, and then there's people like us that are just like, um, this is fun. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna no life this for like two weeks, and then you just do it with a completely different type of game, right? And that's like that's that's I think all three of us to an extent. I th- but the thing about Genshin for me is I think part of it is like the Breath of a Wild feel, right? And the map is like a decent size. It's not huge by any means. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not even probably the same size as Breath of the Wild. At least the unlocked areas that I have so far. But, like, I, if I just want to get on and just, like, run around and explore, I can do that. If I want to, like, focus on, like, leveling characters, I can do that. Like, if I want to... There's just so much. And I've I've found this just by, like, collecting items and stuff. There's so much about the game that I still don't understand that could drive me in a certain direction like to do things you know what i mean to like get it because it's got like those mmo elements too where it's like oh i need to go farm this stuff so i can craft these things and blah 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 like but it's just there's always there's always stuff to do i (laughs) i don't think there will ever be a moment where i will jump on that game and have nothing to do because i can go chase achievements i can go do my daily quests i can like it's just there's it's insane how much shit there is to do and then the anime aesthetic for me, because I'm like, you know, nerdy about my anime shows. I was literally watching anime before we started today. I was catching up on my shows for the week kind of thing. And <laughs> I was just like, it just, it just <laughs> hold it, on. Yeah. I'm just picturing Cody, old man Cody in the retirement home. 
I'm catching up on my shows. <laughs> Just new anime. <laughs> uh, well, and my I program is. I on. found um I found one or two new shows that I like, and then one's uh, the third season of uh, Don Machi or how to uh, or is it wrong to uh is it wrong to catch girls in a dungeon or some shit? Is like the American name? Pick up girls. Yeah, in pick a, up in a girls in a dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That show. Wait, 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 that puts you on a list. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, catch girls in a dungeon is wrong. It's pick up girls in a dungeon, right? And so I finally right. like caved because it kept getting recommended to me, right? It's just one of those shows that kept, I was like, all right, I'll watch the first episode. And it's totally, I don't understand what the American title has to do with the show because it doesn't fit. Outside of the first episode, it has nothing to do with it. So... <laughs> So, it's hard to come up with titles for stuff, man. So just just a little bit of background. Basically, the first the basis of the story. I feel is, like that was low key a shot at the podcast. Eh. Because eh. <laughs> um, the title of tonight's stream is just is just a uh, oh lip. Yeah, it's all you need to know. Titles, it man. Is. It can be when it when it doesn't involve a potato for you. I know it doesn't. I know it's hard for you to come up. Because it's always like, uh, I shouldn't be doing this, or I'm a potato, or something <laughs> in that realm. If I'm playing a shooter, Secret. I'm a potato. Yeah. Most of the other time is, well, this is probably a dumb idea. Yeah. Because I'm like trying to do something specifically stupid in a game, or um, this Shh, is a test, this. or sh you don't see this. Because like, yeah, I do a lot of test streams because I don't actually stream all that often, and then I tweak something. I'm like, I'm gonna start streaming again. Let's test this out and make sure it didn't break it. And it works fine. And then I still don't stream because I have too much. Tim, you just want to be a stream engineer. Yes. I just want to I want to set up people's streams to be really cool and then have them do all the work. Yeah. <laughs> I think there are people out there who want that. Right. You, you got to find them. I totally will help people do that. Like, um, Found your niche. I, I've told both of you guys kind of what I did with my setup, but like it's a really stupid, simple thing. I don't know anyone else that's that has this set up this way. And it's kind of like when I was using the Xbox as a capture card. I don't know anybody else that was doing that, right? But like it worked pretty damn well for a long time. Yeah. It saved me a lot of money because I didn't have to upgrade my PC and I didn't have to buy a capture card. Um, I got this headset. Very nice. Arctic, uh, Arctic, Arctis, Jesus Christ, Steel Series Arctis Sevens today for sixty five dollars, which is a stupid good deal. Like yeah, Walmart in Wisconsin, I drove forty five minutes to go pick them up because I was like, "That's a fucking I can't. I can wait a week <laughs> or I can drive an hour. Let's drive yep. an hour." Um, so that's a thing. But what I what I'm doing is my audio is playing through my home theater PC, which is actually just my old laptop upstairs and being routed through a program back down to me down here so that now i can use my headset anywhere in my fucking house whatever i'm playing on if i'm streaming from my laptop if i'm like streaming from here or like doing steam link on the laptop doing steam link in my bedroom wherever i am i can use one headset anywhere in my fucking house and if i'm leaving my house 
I just plug in with a 3.5 jack, and I can do the same fucking thing. So if I really wanted to play Steam Link at work, I could bring these with me. <laughs> My God. It's, a stu- it's really stupid, but because of one piece of software that I bought three, three years, years ago, ago yeah. three years ago, I want to say, yeah, when I was yeah. doing the full-time streaming thing and was doing all that, um, my God, like it's, <laughs> it's a $20 program and it gives me literally, it's going to, it's going to give me freedom! hundreds of dollars worth of utility. That's what it gives you. <laughs> yeah. It gives you it's fucking so free life changing. Like I, I love doing stuff like that. Like I just, it's, it's fun for me. Anyway. Was it was it fun for you to go through your backlog of Twitch VODs to make sure you don't get DMCA'd? Because that happened the other day? Uh, it happened was that, literally, literally I don't, today, I think. Or no, not, not today. It happened this week. Yesterday. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, it is a violation of copyright law to play copyrighted music on your stream. That doesn't stop anybody from doing it. People are constantly playing games and listening to music, and streamers are mostly gamers, so a lot of streamers are listening to copyrighted music while they stream. Um, Everybody kind of knew this was coming for a very long time. Copyrighted content has been a thing. There's a reason YouTube has a copyright system. Uh, But this week, Twitch issued emails in mass to, from what I can tell, only partnered streamers? I didn't get one. Um, I don't know anyone who got one necessarily. I'd have to check Twitter, but I don't think anybody that I know has. Um, I didn't get one. Yeah. Cody? I didn't Did get, you get one. No, but I mean, I have <laughs> okay. like four VODs. Like, <laughs> I have, I, and like, none of them involve music. So. Right. Um, but so... It'll go off your clips, it'll go off your highlights, it'll go off anything. Like, what what these music companies are doing is they're using bots to kind of scour through Twitch and find copyright cl- copyrighted music they can claim. Um, and so Twitch issued an email en masse saying that, hey, a DMCA notice, and this is word for word almost what it said to everyone who got one, a DMCA notice has been issued against your account. Um, now I'm paraphrasing. Don't worry, we've taken care of it for you and deleted it. Um... What they what they didn't do is they basically said after Friday the twenty third, so today, uh, the day that we are airing this podcast, um, basically it's on you to make sure this doesn't happen again. So you got to scrub through all your own vods and find anything that we missed. So a lot That's of people are just weird. yeah, a lot of people are just deleting. Like there are streamers who have been streaming a lot longer than I have, like ten years that are just going through and deleting their entire channel history. Every clip, every highlight, every VOD, because they don't want to scrub through all of it. And I don't freaking wow. blame them. I went through just my clips today. I still have to go through any VODs that are left and all of my highlights. And anything that's got copyrighted music, I'm just, as a precaution, deleting. Um, I'm downloading some of it to make sure that I have the clips if I want them. Uh, some of it I've already up- exported to YouTube, and it's already in. I've already taken care of some of the copyrighted stuff, and they're in highlight compilations that i did of funny shit that happens on my stream so like not too worried about it but it's a lot of work and um it's a lot of content for some people to go through it's a lot and the i have a i'll I'll let you guys kind of chip in your thoughts and then i kind of want to go through my tin hat tinfoil hat theory that i have heard and that i also thought of independently on the side when that happens so go for Uh, it yeah uh Nothing's going to happen. 
keep your clips up there. <laughs> see what happens. I I don't know. I I just find it interesting. That's risky. I find it interesting in this day and age that there hasn't been a better workaround found for something like this. So, and I just actually literally just thought of this. But why isn't there an option that you su- su- could subscribe through Twitch that Twi- Twitch would pay a certain amount of money for these these streams or this music, right? This wide range of music. And if you paid a small subscription fee, you could use all that music within your within your stuff. It seems like a I don't know, it seems like a way for the for Twitch itself to make money. Uh, but that could be what you were talking about earlier with the Twitch media or they got their own music thing now. Um yeah, I don't so know. So Twitch 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 what is it called? Twitch I forget Twitch, what it's called. Twitch. Um so Twitch re- released their music streaming service. What is it called? Twitch um Twitch music. Beats I don't know. by I Twitch. Just, I, I guess my I guess my point. Is, no, I am going to give a, a shout out to uh, to Streambeats though, which is actually better. Yes, I, I um, Streambeats Stream is fucking awesome. I actually yeah. have been listening to that like just chill. Like there's a low fi lo fi playlist. There's yep. a synth playlist. Yep. Like Harris Heller did a goddamn great job with that, and they're continuing to add to it, and it's awesome. Yep. I I've, I've I forget what Twitch's actual service is, but Tinfoil Hat Theory coming out here so and i thought of that when i thought of this when i heard it but i've heard it articulated by people who are a lot smarter and know a lot more about this shit than i do um twitch issued this notice didn't tell anyone what the content that was being claimed was they have to do that legally they, they have to tell you what is being claimed um they didn't say you know what the what vod it was what highlight it was what clip it was they just deleted it um supposedly i don't know um they didn't give information as to who was issuing it you know none of that none of the required information that they legally have to tell you when a a strike is issued against your channel um they just said that there was one and that yep we've taken care of it and this all all came out a day after they launched their music service their free music service by the way it is free for you to use their service Hmm. they they'll generate i think revenue from it from ads or whatever but um it is free but i would encourage you to like if you're listening to this and you're a streamer or thinking about being a streamer use stream beats it's free use twitch's music if you want it's free youtube has a free music library so if you want to like you know you want to use your your vods or whatever and then make youtube videos out of them that's free you can find copyright-free, royalty-free music out there. Now, what copyright-free actually means isn't actually copyright-free. What it means is that the person who owns the copyright is not going to sue you. That's what that means, because there's copyrighted material on all IP. If you put it out there, you own the copyright, whether or not you go through the legal paperwork or not. If you write a poem, let's say, and somebody else copies and pastes it, and you really wanted to go after them, and you can prove that you're the original, you know, generator of that, you technically own the copyright without doing anything. That's how copyright works in this country. Um, but, you know, somebody could say, oh, yeah, it's copyright-free, and then change their mind in a year, and then all of a sudden, like, they sold their library. You can even get express permission from an artist who says, yeah, you can use my, my stuff, that's fine. 
And then they sell their music because they signed with a le- record label. So now that label owns everything. Well, now that label doesn't have to honor that, and you could wind up with a claim that way. So, yeah. Tricky. Yeah, it's... It's, it's tricky. I don't know. I don't... So, and it, there's always there's always also going to be confusion in this realm. So, as, a, as an example, um, one of the YouTubers that I like to watch... Sorry, I, I punched my mic again. Uh, one of the YouTubers <laughs> okay, I, that I like to watch is... Uh, a guy named Sea Dog VA. He does a lot of anime and just random shit. And he had paid for a song, like did the legal um, paperwork and everything. Paid this guy like two hundred dollars to use it as like his opening and his ending music, right? Mm-hmm. Like three or four years later, come to find out, the song that he paid for was a remix of an original song, and Sony oh, no. issued a takedown notice on his YouTube channel for using that, that music. So he had to go through back all the way through all of his content. So he wouldn't lose his YouTube channel and cut out wow. like the beginning and end of all of these videos. And, and it's sucks. just, it, so it's just like, yeah, something might be okay now, but four years from now you could get fucked. Like you just don't know. So it's just hard. I, honestly, the best solution is just make it yourself. Or have a friend like Ben to make your intro for you, <laughs> intro yeah. slash out intro slash outro. I I just I, I just but I do still find it hard to believe that in 2020, almost 2021, there isn't a better solution to this problem, where it's safe for um, streamers to use music and and creators to get, and like musical creators to get their money. Like I don't. There's got there is a space that people would pay for to fix that yeah. problem. You know, there, so there I, is just... the the other thing that's possible is a lot of streamers are using Spotify, obviously. Right. Um, so Spotify could be a solution in terms of Spotify could um, come to an agreement with both Twitch and the music industry or publishers individually that say say. Um, let's just go ninjas streaming to 75,000 people or something. Right. Um, so the way that that works is, uh, X amount of plays counts towards, um, basically the way that streaming music works in terms of how they make their money, X amount of plays on Spotify equals a purchase for right. a song, right? So uh, essentially I think it's something like, um, I forget the actual numbers. I'm not an expert on this shit, so let's just say it's 10. It's I think it's more than 10, but let's just say it's 10 for simplicity's sake. So 75,000 people, one song would account for you know, 750 purchases, 7,500 7, purchases, 7, whatever it is. 7,500 yeah. 7, purchases of a song. That's a lot of money right there for one song. Right. Um. So obviously it wouldn't be like, okay, Ninja's paying that because now Ninja's out that money. Twitch isn't going to be like, okay, we're paying that because now Twitch is out that money. And Spotify doesn't want to give up their margin that they're making either. So what they could do is, all right, he listened to this song. So X amount of people were there, but they were really there for Ninja. So that counts as a fraction of this. So it actually, instead of 7,500, counts as 75 for the, the company or whatever. And then spotify and or twitch pay that or something like that um because honestly nobody's what unless it's like a a stream like monster cat which right owns all their own music 
um, or Dead Mouse, who owns all his own music, or Mike Shinoda, who owns all his own fucking music. Um, nobody's really there for the music on a stream. We're there for the, the gameplay, for the entertainer. The music mm-hmm. is there as backdrop and as a way for that entertainer who would probably be listening to music if they're just playing a game by themselves to not lose their fucking mind. That's what I listen to ACDC or used to a lot on stream because that's my favorite band ever. So I was just listening to music. My audience wasn't there for that. Although I did sometimes do song requests. They usually put like nightcore shit in there or like K-pop because they fucking hate me. <laughs> to piss you off. <laughs> they just hate me. So I don't know. It's it's it, it, it. There are solutions to it, but the other solution is you buy a license to play music from like Spotify could have a, a higher tier subscription. This, this I'm straight up ripping up from off from Harris Heller at this point. Cause I think I heard him say this in a video. Um, Spotify could offer a higher tier subscription where Cody pays X amount more than his typical subscription. Like say it's $25 a month instead right. of eight. I, that's actually for the number that was a broadcast fee. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's something that um, is a possible outcome. Or, I don't know or if Twitch wanted is. to do it, they could take, they could just make it because I know that they take money out of like the proceeds that they before they pay the uh, streamer, correct? They take yeah. a certain percentage. So they right? get the, they get their cut. Yeah, right. If so they just up that, basically they get like all 3%. they get all the. Ad, uh, you know what I mean? Not enough to cover. That's probably not enough to cover it. And honestly, Twitch isn't making money for Amazon right now. It's losing money, um, which actually makes this whole thing kind of scarier because the liability in terms of lawsuit is not great and amazon is losing money on twitch they don't they don't make money from twitch right now um it's amazon can afford to because everything else but they're operating at a loss cody cody i think you did that mostly as a joke but like i did it does put it does put twitch at risk though like I mean, in terms does of, it though it does because if if you sue amazon if if you're losing money Right. And Amazon's getting sued by multiple publishers in the music industry, right. and it could be could right. lose X amount of millions. They might just say, you know what, this isn't worth it, and but just cut. But, but they won't. That's the thing. They Twitch owns they so much won't. market share of the streaming verse. We've talked about this because we, we've we have literally argued about what is the best place to stream our stuff. Yeah, and Tw- it's Twitch is literally like eighty percent of the right. market share, or something so like that. We so knowing that. There is no way in hell that Twitch would ever Amazon would just cut time. There's just Amazon you, sells you, Twitch. Yeah. Xbox buys it. Oh God. Mixer 2.0. <laughs> Mixer 2.0. Oh God. But you, you get what I'm saying. Like Twitch Twitch has put itself in such a you could all you could argue almost that it's a monopoly. You could argue. Right. But it's you in such it's in such a position that there's even if something like as catastrophic as that would happen, uh there's no way they won't ever. They're they're just in too good of a position. There would have to be something like a um, like a major like racism thing, sex scandal. I don't know something crazy that would make people stop using the platform. So I don't know. I don't know. There's yeah. I like I get I get what you're saying, and I think if Twitch had a smaller market share, you know, more in the like mixer YouTube range, you know what I mean. You know, Mixer was only three percent. Mixer was four percent. Then they I bought mean, Ninja. Get, this is, then this they is, went down. This is this is, this is you're just helping my point. If it was a smaller yeah. market share, I mean, yeah, I can see something like that. But Twitch, man, it's just so big. 
Like, I don't yeah, think Twitch is going now. anywhere, but yeah. And unless there's something that actually starts competing with Twitch and Amazon goes, oh, we see the writing on the wall kind of thing. There's just no way, you know. So, and I'm sure you Jeff Bezos. That. I'm sure Jeff Bezos is over here just like, what's that meme of that dude from uh, Zombieland just wiping his tears with money when they're oh. in Bill Murray's <laughs> yes. house, dude? Like that's that's all I that's all I could think of when you said that. I was just like, there's no way, oh. you know. So. I don't know, <clears throat> but you know what? Speaking speaking yeah. of the idea of streamers paying uh, someone to broadcast copyrighted stuff, um, we kind of have to talk about Stadia and. Yes, uh, I just read this. Alex, a... Alex, Alex. <laughs> so, Alex Hutchinson, who uh, up until this whole thing, his Twitter profile said uh, um, that he was the creative director at Stadia. What he is is he's a creative director at a Stadia um, studio in Montreal, so specifically that one. He's not like a high guy. He's not the guy, but he is a guy. Um, he he put on Twitter. He matters to a little bit. Uh, he put out on Twitter that, um, well, for how much longer after this hot take, that he was under the, uh, he was of the opinion that. Streamers being worried about DMCA should really be more worried about the games they're playing and uh, publishers um, basically issuing copyright strikes for playing video games. Which, technically, (laughs) I guess they could. Yeah. Technically, but it would be really fucking dumb for them to do so. And this guy got ratioed so hard... I think one of the comments has like maybe a couple thousand likes and like fifteen thousand comments because people are just blowing up at this guy. Yeah. Um Jack Septicai called him out because he had on his profile banner, um, he had a picture. This guy was he worked for uh Journey to the Savage Planet. Like he was one of the execs for the game studio that made that. And his profile banner was a fan art of Journey to the Savage Planet. Ooh. That's pretty that's pretty cool. But that fan art was of Jack Septicai, not of the character from the game. It was of Jack. And he actually cropped out the artist's signature on the fan art. Oh no. So this guy talking about stealing publishers' work in terms of game studios is stealing an artist's work and not giving credit. That's a big glass house he's living in out there on Twitter, man. <laughs> Holy shit. And then after after all this, he actually tweeted that he was going to go stream Fall Guys. So that was... <laughs> I, I don't know. I Wow. Oof. I don't know. The whole... Uh, it's just dumb. I don't know how... Look, Twitter is a good and a bad thing. Mostly a bad thing. It's a fucking cesspool, right? And, but <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes good things come out of it. But 90% of the time, look, bad shit comes out of this is this is a just i i don't know how people can have social media and just and just decide to be this dumb like every once in a while yeah. when you want to say something just run it by a friend you know just be like yeah. hey <laughs> this is how i really feel should i put it out to the entire world no no you shouldn't alex you should just keep <laughs> that to yourself because because yep. that is fucking stupid like People are going to be really mad if you say that. I like I understand what he's saying, but at the end of the day, the the people did pay for the license to play it. What they do with it at that point, like 
like the, obviously there's some restrictions, right? But because you sign, you you have your agreement and stuff like that by buying the license. But I mean, right? It, like uh, on PS4, there's like that thing where they can like block out certain cutscenes, isn't there? I think like so. certain content can't be broadcast. Right. right. So th- there are things that they have done to like keep things private, or they'll have like you won't be able to stream this for like X number of days after right. it comes out or something. But but here's my thing: there has never been a easier free advertising market than fucking gaming streamers than in any point oh in history. God. It is oh, the and companies know it. Biggest. Know it. Yes, they do. They totally understand that. Like, hey, some of these people streaming these games is going to lead to more buyers. There's hundred percent, hundred, and that's I, there's plenty of people who wait for reviews to come out from their favorite YouTubers before they'll mm-hmm. buy a game. And oh, so it just, oh, I, I just the, the note, I don't know. Yeah, like Among Us. Right. Oh yeah, just out right. of nowhere. Well, right. Fall guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Fall guys. Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia? <laughs> yeah. Twitch hits. Yeah. Yep. Like the. Like. The, I don't know. One or two of these games maybe maybe goes through. Fortnite would probably still be Fortnite without streamers. That's one example that people keep throwing out there. I'm like, I don't know. But Battle Royale in general probably wouldn't because without yeah. Arma Three BR, this is this is gonna sound kind of dumb until you hear You're me about say to it. Sound like without, old man. Without Arma 3 Battle Royale, there is no H1Z1 because I don't think Player Unknown. I don't think th- without the success that that had on Twitch, because Arma 3 BR blew up on Twitch. Like Lyric was playing that shit. Some of the top streamers on Twitch were playing that shit. Like it wasn't just me and the Arma community. There was a fuck ton of people right. that got into that because of the competitive nature of it. There is no H1Z1 without that, right? There's no right. King of the Kill, and without King of the Kill, there is no Fortnite. Hey, hey. Hey. At least not Fortnite BR. Fortnite hey. Save the World exists, but not BR. You want to know what it would have saved us from, though? The Culling Fortnite. 2. It would have saved <laughs> us from that. All right? But, uh. see, people even streamed that and checked that out. Yeah. And the Culling itself, the first Culling, like, Wasn't I played bad. that with, with, with some of the bigger, well, some bigger streamers. Like, Anthony Kongfang. I actually, it, can I admit something? Um, Anthony, I hope you never listen to the podcast. Cause I didn't know who Anthony was until I played with him, and then and then I looked I him up afterwards. I was like, "Oh fuck, dude, he's a he's not a small deal." Um, I only he's not know a small him. deal. He's not a huge deal, but he's a bigger deal. He he's he's he he's a pretty big streamer. Um, I also played with Bike Man. I don't know if you guys know who Bike Man nope. is. No, I'm okay, gonna be honest. You I, I I like Twitch, but All I right. don't spend a lot of time on Twitch. Let's just put it Bike that Man way. and Anthony Kong fan are two of my favorite streamers now that I like I've I've always watched Bike Man. And I didn't know I was playing with Bike Man until after. Like I got a message from my friend CJ saying, Hey, uh, a bunch of us are gonna play uh, a few rounds of the culling. Do you want in? I was like, Yeah, sure. I got nothing going on. Absolutely. So I hop into Discord and I'm like, Oh shit, that's Bike Man. And I'm like, I don't know who Anthony is. But then I looked it up afterwards. I'm like, oh shit, I was playing with like multiple big streamers. And I kind of got my ass handed to me, but <laughs> it was fun. That's it's right. like none of I don't our know stream- how I got here. None of our streams have ever been because of our skill, Tim. Right. <laughs> like, let's just like, like, be honest. But but my my point is like big streamers play these games, and they do. Call, the calling does not ever get a sequel. I don't think without that. It right? shouldn't have, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, it should. It shouldn't be doing what it's trying to do now with no. its twenty five cents per fucking round bullshit one free game a day 
I hope they've rethought that. I haven't checked since, but yeah, I don't know. I just, yikes. I yeah, the the whole the whole what he was saying was big yikes. And I, the um, the article that you shared had a really good point. I actually wanted to bring this up before we pass. Yeah. Um, Jason Schreier came back at this guy saying, "I don't know. Oh, maybe yeah. you're getting flack because you're picking this particular battle." In a world where C-suite executives make $30 million a year and devs don't get any royalties, so they never see any of that streaming money in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I want to talk I about mean, fucking just dunked on. Like, holy shit. <laughs> like, this is like the first time in how long since the, the gaming community has been on Jason's side on something. Right. Like, you get him, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Like every, like, every once in a while, Jason Jason comes out with something that's like, oh, shit. And then other times people are like, dude, just like chill. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like with the the, uh, the cyberpunk thing, um, did we ever talk about crunch happening with CD Projekt Red on this one? Yes, I yeah. think that was the episode. I think Justin mm-hmm. and I maybe, but like in my head, it's like, I mean, there's always going to be some. There's always every industry. Can I can't imagine like okay, I work in pest control. I put in fucking eighty hours a week this summer because that's what my job is in the summertime. Like, it's that's that is my crunch season every fucking year. It starts in May and it ends maybe in September. This year, more like October. I promise. It's totally like, true though, because I hear about it every day. Like <laughs> crunch isn't isn't something that's specific to to the games industry. Like, yeah, it's really bad in the games industry. Yeah, they're underpaid. Yeah, it does need to change as a general cultural thing. But there's always in every job going to be times where, okay, this is the busy time. All right, this is the push. We got to get this done. And they avoided it for a long time. They delayed the game multiple times, but you do eventually have to release a game and you got to get it done. And so I kind of get why it's happening. It sucks that it's happening. I wish it wasn't happening. They are paid very well in, in, uh, where are they? The the Netherlands? Is that where CD Projekt Red is stationed? Poland? Poland, Poland. Yeah. yeah. The the overtime laws over there are very good for employees. Like they can only work eight hours a week overtime. Um, what 40, was gonna say? Forty eight hours a week sound that bad to you? I just so, said I work eighty. I, and yeah, yeah. We we talked. <laughs> sounds we, like you need a union, Tim. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, that's what there's that is. A, there's <laughs> other things that go into that for Tim, but beyond that, <laughs> pay me. <laughs> Beyond that, yeah. Um, I just want to pop in here real quick. If you don't own Warhammer Ver- Vermintide 2, it's $7.50 on Steam. Also, buy it. Yeah, buy that. Like, I, I didn't Left play it a whole lot. Rats. I didn't, yeah, I didn't play it a whole lot, but it's good. Also, if you like um, Viking chess, it's $4.50. Neeful Toffle? Yeah. <laughs> I literally just bought it because I'm sitting here going through. <laughs> Wait, a, there's a Neeful yeah. Toffle? Somebody game? tell Shane. Here, you guys want me Shane! To you want me to, I'll, I'll link, link Shane. You I'll link you. You need to link Shane's ass. I do. He doesn't get <laughs> I, on the I'm computer on anymore. This. What are you talking about? Honestly. No, he doesn't get on Facebook, motherfucker. No, he doesn't. He's on Steam. Get. Um. Okay. What was I gonna say? It, it, Steam is having a digital tabletop fest, twenty first oh, cool. to the twenty sixth. So there's a bunch of like tabletop type games that are on, on sale. On the other thing, I'm totally like off on my own tangent right now. Other thing, just uh, Tim. Since you like uh, uh, dying a lot in your video games because you just like getting annihilated. Uh, other side, 
the vampire. Oh, that looks so good. So I XCOM have it. with vampires. I have it. Ooh. Uh, want to say yeah. I, I played it for like I. So it says I have like four hours on on hand or that I've played. I haven't really played four hours. I played for about an hour and then I got I had to go upstairs and help out with the fam. Um, soundtrack is good. Game is good is because it's got but the 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 artwork I love because it's all black and white and then like a lot of the attacks are like red looks amazing. Anyway, yeah, the first time I saw it, I legit I was like, this kind of looks like it should be a 40k game. Yeah, it was it's, the it's, it's it was the way good. that they yeah it looks amazing. Yeah. So um, but all right, off my tangent, I got a question for you guys. Yeah, should developers be required to support their games forever in whatever fashion that may may be whether that be not cross generations is that cross generations like where is the line drawn because not forever but i will say so i know like this is in the script because i wrote it yeah so you know what i'm talking about and this all happened because of me this this conversation that we're having but this week i you know was playing mortal kombat 11 a lot and I played Mortal Kombat X not that long ago, and I was like, you know what my favorite one ever was was Mortal Kombat. And I was like, you know what? I have Deadly Alliance sitting here. I've got Deception sitting here. I've got Armageddon sitting here. I could go play a couple of those on my PlayStation, or I got my Xbox right here. Oh, shit, I wonder how this is going to look on next gen. Oh, shit, I wonder how that's going to look on Xbox One. It's got to be backwards compatible, right? So I popped in Deadly Alliance on my Xbox One. Dead game. Doesn't work. Not supported. I was like, oh, okay. That's sad, but all right. Mortal Kombat 9. Surely that's going to work. That was a 360 title. That's the, this game came out in like 2009. That's got to be compatible. 2010, maybe. Pop it in there. Doesn't work. Uh, I was like, okay, I own it on Steam. I wonder what's going on there. That seems weird. You can't buy it on Steam anymore. They pulled it down. They don't want you buying Mortal Kombat 9 because they want you buying Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. Now, mm. I get it. I get it. You want They want you buying Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. No, they shouldn't be required to support these games ad infinitum. But you don't have to sell it to make it backwards compatible. Because you're getting fancy. Ad infinitum. It means forever. forever. I know what it means. It's just I, forever. I, 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 I get the forever. context, but I'm gonna be honest. I've never heard that in my fucking life. Really? I, I'd never. Yeah, I've never heard that. <laughs> okay. Any fucking way. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. No, I don't think they should be always required to support. It, but I was like, they're not even gonna make this backwards compatible. It's Mortal Kombat. Like, who doesn't want to play? Th- you can't buy a modern Mortal Kombat game that has a 3D planular thing. So if that's your thing, and I like the 2D style better, but I wanted to play it. And I can't because I don't own an original Xbox. I've owned this game for God knows how long and I can't play it anymore. I think Sad. that's fucked up. I actually tweeted at Ed Boone, no response, unfortunately. And I was like, that's cold, bro. Like it was a gif of Sub-Zero saying that's cold. And I was talking about this <laughs> and I was like, like, I, I think it's kind of, we talked a lot about things that are pro-consumer, consumer friendly. I, I think to a degree Pulling your fucking game off Steam because you uh, you put a new one out is anti-consumer. And I hate saying that about NetherRealm Studios because I have talked 
two weeks in a row about how much I love Mortal Kombat and how much I think they do a great job with the story, and I think that they're awesome. Part of it could be that, okay, NetherRealm, I don't... Well, Ed Boon has always been there, so I was going to say it used to be Midway, so it had different publishers and stuff, and then Warner Bros. But Ed Boon's been there the whole time. They still have to own that, like... There's no way that Warner Brothers doesn't have Warner Brothers doesn't have the fucking rights to those games. They they could. They don't cuz they don't want you to buy it. They don't want to have a a version of it on the store that might siphon sales away from this. And which makes me think what when 12 comes out probably next year or the year after are you going to make 10 no longer supported? Am I not going to be able to play Mortal Kombat X on Xbox Series X? <laughs> You I just, pull that off the fucking store? Like I don't, so I don't I get guess, it. I guess I just I find it funny that this is the first time you've ran into this. It's like, not, but it's, it's so it's the first time it's bothered. No, it's just the first time I've thought about talking about it on the podcast. Oh, okay. Because I've had this issue with NCAA fourteen for ever. You can't play NCAA fourteen on Xbox One. It's just a three sixty. No, it's the whole reason why my three sixty is still hooked up on on my TV over here. Because every once in a while, man, I, I'll just go in, like, and I'll just, I'll play it for, like, a few weeks, and I'm just going to town on my game. Because it's so good. And then I'll just be like, and then I'll get distracted by something a little newer. But I've I've gone back to that game so many times. I'm over here trying to find 360 controllers that still fucking work. You know what I mean? They're in a bucket somewhere. So, I don't, yeah, like. I, I just, I want, I want to have the option to play the games that I fucking own. That I physically fucking own. I think it's and, too late for some of those games, but going forward, I feel like it's possible to have something always available, you know? If you develop for PC especially. I don't think it was too late for Mortal Kombat 9. I think it's a, I think right. it's an it's an intentional decision. There are a lot of Xbox 360 games that are Right, right. We're just talking about now. other 360 era games, so. Yeah. I I just um I think part of it is is you're running into the issue. Like I don't I I don't I don't necessarily agree that it's anti-consumer. I just think it's a natural. It's kind of just how shit works. The older shit always kind of gets pushed to the side, forgotten about, and this that and the other thing. Because the amount of people that are going to miss that stuff is so small. It's just like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta cater to the lowest common or the highest common denominator, right? So I don't know if I, I really. I mean, how many people do you really think are running out there looking for Mortal Kombat Nine? You get what I'm saying? You you can't find it if you wanted to. If right, you try to look guess, it up on I, Steam, the, the store page is pulled down. Like the only reason that I still have access to it is because I bought it in two thousand and eleven. Right, but that's that's it's just my point, is this like there's there's yes, there's games that are really good. I don't really consider nine as a super good game personally, but I'm also not a super good I'm not a super big Mortal Kombat fan. Like I, I play I them. I saw Justin's face. Yeah, I I play them casually. Yeah, man, that was Same reaction I, I did. I know. I play them casually, and I don't. I, I I'll play them for a little while. Like I have Mortal Kombat 11. And here, let me pull it up. I'll I'll, I'll do. Nine revitalizes the series. It probably saved Mortal Kombat. If yeah. Nine was bad, or if Nine was even probably if they would have done a 3D, if if they had done a 3D plane game like the other ones had right. been, like Armageddon and and all that, Mortal Kombat probably dies at nine. See, but I think the one was, that I it was played, a smash enough hit that it saved it. I think I played ten. I think that's one the one I was into for a while. Uh, X, yeah, because yeah, because um, 
because Mortal Kombat 11 obviously didn't grab my attention too much. I have 4.3 hours on it. And I haven't played it since May of last year. So, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm also not a fighter fighting game player in general anyways. Like I, I'll play them a little bit and I like them. It's cool to see the fatalities and stuff, but it's, it's almost too repetitive. Like obviously all sure. games are repetitive, but I don't, I just don't find that enjoyment in that. Um, but I'm just saying there's always going to be like, I just feel like just like with tech or anything like the older stuff always gets pushed away. But I also think the other issue you're kind of running into is this transition that we've been going through over the past, I don't know, eight, 10 years or whatever from the physical to digital libraries. Right. You know, where everything's becoming digital. And so there's some games that were probably planned for a long-term digital like footprint by these companies. And there are others that weren't And a game like Mortal Kombat where they come out, what do they come out every two years or so three years at most? Mortal Kombat 9 came out in 2009. Um, Mortal Kombat uh, Armageddon, I want to say, came out in 2006. Mortal Kombat X came out in 2014. Mortal Kombat 11 came out in 2019. Okay, so that's So we're looking more at like five years. Um, And Mortal Kombat 9, you could buy digitally on Xbox 360. You could buy it digitally on Steam. You could buy it until they pulled it down. You right, buy but I'm talking about I'm talking like about long term. I'm talking about long term. Long term, I I think because you got to think. What th- when did you say Mortal Kombat Nine came out? Six years ago. Nine, uh, ten years ago, eleven years ago. So we're over over a decade. You know what I mean? Like maybe this- 2010, maybe 2010. Might have been ten years ago, but it's you're been still, at least a decade. You're still looking, yeah. You're still looking at a decade time frame. Like, how long are these store pages Roughly. supposed to stay up? I guess, dude. dude if but you look at look all at, the old shit on Steam. There's have so you seen many the Star Wars collection? Steam, like that doesn't even make sense. Like your your argument holds no weight with me with that because you can buy much older games. Like there, it doesn't cost them money to keep a store page up. They do it for the express purpose of, okay, nine sold like gangbusters. If we put right. this new game out, it's not different enough that people won't buy the new game. Let's pull, nine, like, literally nine got pulled down within two months of ten releasing. I mean, beforehand. They pulled it down so you couldn't buy it anymore. And then they're like, here's a new one, though. So you can't, like, like it. I understand. I don't, what I you're guess, saying. I guess I don't, I, it, guess, I guess I don't see what's wrong with that. But, I, I, I just it, don't see anything wrong with that, personally. Look, there's not necessarily anything wrong with it. it, it that doesn't mean that it's not anti-consumer. It, it is. Like, it's, it's not I a consumer-friendly move. I don't, I don't agree um, with that at all. It's a decade old. Like, most people aren't okay, looking for a decade-old game. Like, here's, I, here's the th- okay, people buy decade-old games all the time. Right, but the amount of people that are going to be searching... In general, right? In general, if, games if you, that are a decade if, old, they do. But you don't have to search your for specific like, game it, that you're talking about right now. The amount of people that are looking specifically for Mortal Kombat Nine is probably a very small number because that's the game we're talking my, about. My my point my point is, <laughs> if it was sitting on Steam for for ten dollars, and say you sold ten copies of it a month, that's it. That's it, right? It's a hundred dollars a month that's going in your pocket that wasn't before. Now, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but again, it doesn't cost you money. Well, it's not $100. It'd be $70 because 30, 30% Steam cut, whatever. Uh, but my, my point is there's literally like, yes, there's work to make it backwards compatible, but 
I I don't know how much work goes into that. I'm not a I'm not a game designer. I'm not a software engineer. So maybe it's not worth it to do so. Maybe. But I, I just I think, you know, let's look at other games that came out in 2010. Let's see. Um, let's say Red Dead Redemption was not compatible. Redemption. Not Redemption 2, Redemption. Fallout New Vegas. StarCraft 2. Mass Effect 2. God okay. of War 3. I just wanted, I, Call of Duty Black Ops. Let's, let's, Alan let's Wake. put in perspective Bioshock 2. how much more those games are beloved compared to Mortal Kombat 9. Are I they? Just, I just... Yeah, you're talking about hits of that generation. Like, major hits. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also talking about I'm I'm including Mortal Kombat 9 in a major hits category. Oh, and you know what? It's even more recent than I thought. 2011, uh, Mortal Kombat 9. Let's look at the the sales figures, or let's just look at let's just look at reviews. Google reviews. I'm just going by user reviews on Google right now. 96. percent I mean, I don't. 96 percent is not beloved on Google reviews. Probably not. But right, let's look at Metacritic. Let's look I, at Metacritic. Metacritic is probably the bar you want to use. I don't know. 84. What okay, what's Red Red Redemption? I hate it when it gives me different versions of it. Well, they're all going to give you different. Oh, fuck. Now I got a Port Royal ad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't want a Port Royal ad. Red Dead, uh, that's being so fucking slow. 95 for Red Dead Redemption. All right, now look at Fallout New Vegas, because I bet you it's over a 90. And so is the other, Fallout New Vegas? It's not, you know how I know it's not? It might be now. But do you know how I know it, it at least wasn't at one point? Because that's why Obsidian is no longer with Bethesda. Because that's, I mean, honestly... The it's an 82. Box- 82. New Vegas oh. is an 82. I got 84, so I'm not looking at the same thing as you. PC is 84, I, so it's I, the same I, as you. Same, same as Mortal Kombat. Yeah, well, I'm look, I looked at PS3 for both of them. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, because you can't, you can't play Redemption on or you couldn't redemption did redemption even come out on PC? Anyways, we're no. sidetracked. It came out on 360 and PS3. Anyway, we're sidetracked. I don't agree with you. Like I don't think I don't it, think it's that big it, a deal. You do because not, you love Mortal Kombat. I get it's it. It's not a huge deal, but I think there are enough enough fans of Mortal Kombat that if you were to even do like say in do a remaster, people would fucking buy it. It it's sold pretty damn well. Like, Justin, I want to hear your thoughts on this while I Google stuff. He's gonna Google sales um, figures now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the fact that I they am. pull it off before their new game came out is pretty scummy. Um, so I think that that's gonna hurt, you know, uh, fans more than anybody. But I don't know. It just comes off as them being assholes. Why Why would you make it unavailable when you could just still have it out there just to push sales for your new game? That's just pure business. Like you said, anti-consumer. 11 million copies sold. 
I don't know. This isn't doing anything for me. I don't. I really don't find uh, it anti-consumer. It, it's a. In it's the ninth. Games, in, that's a it's, huge it, number. It's the ninth iteration of a game. There's eleven iterations now. Like I don't know. It's. It'd be. It'd be like us being mad that we can't find Madden O2 now. That's probably. I, ha- I actually have Madden. I, I'm. Sh- I'm sure there. you do. I'm sure you do. But you get what I'm saying. Like, there's what it's twenty kind of versions. Sad. Twenty versions of Madden. I don't. Know. It's kind of there's, sad to think about like games becoming more. like unavailable. Well, that's true. Like, I'll, I'll I'll give you that from a historical standpoint. Right, right. I do. I'll a hundred percent give you that. If you want, if you wanted it as like a, hey, look at where we were to where we are now kind of thing. I'm totally with you on that. I just don't. I guess I just. I, don't I just. I just think in this age where backwards compatibility is a selling point for the Series X, and it's now a selling point for the PS5 because they're like, yeah, like only three titles are not going to work from PS4 era, and then right. Xbox is like, yeah, like every Xbox um, One game and the vast majority of Xbox 360 games, and even a lot of Xbox Originals games are going to work. To not have franchise like a franchise like Mortal Kombat, which. Mortal Regardless of what popular. you say, Cody, Mortal, Mortal Kombat is fucking iconic. Like in terms of fighting games, I don't right. think like there's That's a not lot a genre uh, most... I'm really into. But yeah, I don't yeah. I don't disagree yeah, like, with that oh, that point. So so to have to have it nothing other than Xbox One games be forwards or you know forwards compatible with the the Series X is kind of mind blowing to me, especially when like Soul Calibur will be and Soul Calibur. Uh, people who are fans of the fighting genre know who know what Soul Calibur is. People who are fans of video games probably have at least heard of Soul Calibur. But my mom knows what Mortal Kombat is. You think my mom right. knows what Soul Calibur is? Tekken, Street Fighter, maybe Street Fighter because there was a shitty movie. <laughs> yeah, I was about I was about to say Mortal Kombat has has more than just video games. So yeah, that's probably why your was, mom knows what Mortal Kombat is, not because Mortal Kombat's a video game, but because there's what three four mortal Kombat movies well i think it's more probably the uproar that it had when it first came out <clears throat> every kid wanted it there's a huge right. controversy about the violence right yeah because you're ripping people's heads off and shit mm-hmm. Love so it. yeah hi vatican um so we are do you mean this podcast is in this episode or do you just mean our podcast in general uh welcome to the our life and pixels podcast so we do a weekly show where we talk about video games um not just video games though we talk about you know the video game industry we talk about tech sometimes cody likes to talk about anime we might I start do. an anime podcast specifically <laughs> with justin i'm the only one who's not into super into anime on this podcast yeah um we just kind of talk about just nerdy stuff in general so. and then tim and i argue sometimes yeah, right now we're arguing about whether or not um what are you arguing about Right, right now, what whether, we're or, not about, whether or not Mortal Kombat Nine is worth is worth even still being available, because in my opinion, whether or it's not, not it's it's whether or not it is anti-consumer for a video game publisher to in this day and age not support a game that came out nine years ago, which right, but it's I, not as I, as I I don't I don't entirely disagree with you, but I do think that. Man, like, there's so many games that I just think it should be. It I don't, should, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. Compatible. I don't blame you for that, but I just, but that's because you love it. Like, that's, I think that's the difference here. I, th- I don't think that's the only reason, because, like, 
I guess, I guess Nintendo's never done a lot about backwards compatibility, so that's a bad example. None. Yeah. They literally have their stupid virtual console every time, and you have to rebuy the games every time. Right. Yeah. God, it's bad. Yeah. It, well, it, and yeah, I was about to say when you asked Tim earlier if he bought his thirty fifth Mario anniversary, <laughs> I just kind of looked at you like, who the fuck would buy that? Like, <laughs> I know. Why? I buy it. <laughs> like, it's literally it's the same game and. Be- Everything and it's gonna I, be gone in March. Like yeah. the people that's who are the weirdest thing this, to me. Like what? You can you can buy it and then you can only play it till March and then it's gone. Yeah. I, no. I, yeah. Do you have access to it? You only have a limited window to buy it. Isn't that it? Oh, is that what it is? Oh, there's, there's, I think so. may, there's one of the, one of these games. I may not be. I might be thinking of a different one, but there is one of them that like literally you can only play it until March and then it is gone. They were are going to shut it down. Like mm. it's not just buy it. It's play it. That must be something with like the uh, free offerings they have through the Switch Online. It's definitely a Mario title. Um, I think it's the Mario the Mario Battle Royale thing. Maybe I I do think that might be what it is. Yeah, which is I don't weird to begin with. Look, this, <laughs> this is my biggest issue with Nintendo is the fact that they do things like this to inflate value for things that probably wouldn't have any value if they didn't do. Like it's just stupid to me at this point. Well, like. I mean, you want to talk about anti-consumer? This, this, this is so specifically the Mario anniversary thirty, the thirty-fifth anniversary. Why do you only have until mm-hmm. March to buy it? Why can't right. why can't it's that be around for eight years? Nonsense. Right, right. Why why can't that be around for eight years before they pull it? Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. I I, I literally don't understand anything Nintendo does ever. You know what the Jesus, worst part is? Is Nintendo. it fucking works? <laughs> like. Like they yeah. do look shit at all the, the newest Pokemon game. Like right. they, they, it, it has kind of three D elements. They really don't give a fuck. Like I honestly think that's a big part of it. Is Nintendo Japan is so insular? They just don't yeah. give a fuck. Right. Yeah. I. And, they are their own industry. And, and, yeah. And the Western market's like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're just like, we don't. We don't give Printing a fuck. Money, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, hey, they might have they might have sucked with the Wii U, but you know what? The fucking the, switch. No, is it's hit. like the west. The western market goes. What the fuck are you doing with Mario? And they go. Well, here's a new Pokemon. And they're like, well, okay, <laughs> okay, we're good. Speaking of, um, speaking of Pokemon, which I've kind of fallen off the new one, but the new DLC comes out, I believe tomorrow. Yeah, I saw that. They're like Crown adding a hundred, hundred nineteen more Pokemon to the decks. I think. I think that's. Oh, I think that's all good. that's missing. I think that's, good. So they're, they're. So you'll be able to catch the all the Pokemon, Pokemon that. Now. They're adding the Pokemon that they cut out at the beginning that we were mad at them about. <laughs> so I, I, I'm oh, gonna be, man. I'm gonna be honest because we called it and we said that they were gonna cut it out and sell it as DLC. So, but they're, but they're not, but they're not selling the Pokemon as DLC. And so, the, and yeah. Let, let me, let, let me just be clear. They're not selling the Pokemon themselves as DLC. These are actual expansions no, no. on the base game. What so, I'm saying is. Of course, they're not selling each individual Pokemon as a DLC, but like we kind of called this that they were going to reintroduce it as an expansion with DLC, and like you told me that you felt it, it felt like empty, like there, like it didn't feel. You said that you really liked it, that you liked a lot about it, but it felt like there was stuff missing. Right. Well, it feels like there's stuff. Mi- this is the stuff that was missing. <laughs> no, I it's it's more just honestly for the Pokemon games is that the fact that I'm adult an adult. And they're too easy. Like, they do not hold my attention the way, like, because I get so excited about them. And this is dumb. I'm almost 30 years old. I'm going to be 30 years old in, like, eight months. And I just get stupid excited about this shit. 
because it was like, oh, I can find the Pokemon in the wild, in the open world, blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is what I've always wanted. It's kind of what I wanted, right? Because there is Pokemon everywhere, and it's super cool to see. But I'm thinking of something. I want a Pokemon game where it's like Breath of the Wild or like an Assassin's Creed or something where it's a literal open world. And like you have to literally search for these Pokemon. And when you find them, it's a challenge to capture them. But the problem is, is that Pokemon is a kid's type. Right. And ultimately, they, yeah, right, I think that's all, what it boils down right, to. It's made for kids. And it's I just, wonder how true that is in 2020. Like, I, you're not wrong. It's definitely marketed at kids. I think but, the mainline Pokemon games definitely are. Right. I, I think they're definitely marketed towards kids. But in terms of the ratio of how many kids do you think are playing it versus how many people our age that have just played Pokemon since we were like seven, eight, nine that are just still buying it. Like, right. I, cause my son didn't know what Pikachu was till I taught him. Hmm. Well, like, yeah, it's not teach him, well, like, Tim. Teach him what Pokemon <laughs> yeah, are. Holy shit, Tim. Well, like, What's when, wrong when with we you? Were, when we were kids, Pokemon was on TV. Yeah, yeah. Now like, it's on we Netflix. We didn't have to go out. Yeah, we didn't have now to go out of phone. our way to find it. Now it's on your phone. But like, it, I, I feel like I didn't see a lot of kids playing Pokemon Go. I just saw a lot of people my age walking around on their phone playing Pokemon Go. Fucking, I feel like I don't truth. know that many kids that played even like on the, the 3DS or the DS. I don't feel like I knew that many actual kids that were playing Pokemon games, but I knew a lot of fucking adults that right. owned a 3DS that were walking around playing Pokemon. Like, catching the fucking car keys and shit. Because of reasons. Oh, <laughs> uh, I forget what that one was called. That, that'll that never, I will never. Clef get key. Over the yeah. Clef key. And then there was the chandelier. Like, chandelier. I can't talk. I can't talk that much because when we were there's kids, there's there was literally, literally a fucking magnet, and then there was one that's just an upside-down Pokemon. <laughs> oh, forget the so, ice cream one. Hey, there's another yeah, one that's right? literally just a ring of flowers. It's like the, the flower crown you put in your head, it's, and it floats. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, okay, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There there's is, always been dumb Pokemon, but I feel right. like there are just some examples that are just worse than others. There are. Yeah. They're definitely um, And but, Chandelure and Klefki will be... Always, because like, hey, I didn't know I, that was a thing until I was talking to my roommate at the time, and he was like, "Yeah, there's this one. I just caught a Klefki. I was like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, it's like this. They're like car keys." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was so glad I didn't play Pokemon anymore." Uh, but yeah. no, like I'm just saying, there's just I just and, and I just don't feel like this is ever gonna happen. One because it's fucking Nintendo, and Nintendo it's, like Sony just takes forever to like change some of these IPs like to really do something right yeah but there is just so much and there always will be so much untapped potential in the idea of this even temtem i like temtem right it still doesn't take it to that to that next level of not being it so still much fucks a kid. Me up when you say temtem cuz i think you say tim tim <laughs> tim 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 uh, that's what, what we call you now <laughs> But it just it I I want these I want that genre just to like take that literal next step, and just have because even some you could make the argument some of the Pokemon games have like almost adult themes because they got like different dimensions yeah. and shit going on and whatnot. So it's just yeah. like so it's just like just take that step to like getting away from the over the top isometric look right and do your over the so shoulder third person open world fucking video game 
and just just roll with it like i'm not talking like the current pokemon game which is in is in that direction i'm talking about like i want some like real exploration not hey i walked outside the fucking town and there's 18 pokemon on my screen right now i, I, I you just know take I mean? a, a new mm-hmm. arena i feel like they're missing the boat not having a, a new arena game and doing it multiplayer no, and no. like they're missing the boat on not having the fucking Pokemon card game as an app. That's what there's they're a, missing the boat on. <laughs> Supposedly, there's a MOBA coming. Okay, no, no, still missing the boat. Like they need. You know they're the not missing Pokemon the boat on though. Hearthstone. What's up? Hmm. They are making a new Pokemon Snap. That is true. That is true. I forgot about that. I'm excited about. Yeah, Gotta appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. They they announced it earlier this year. Yep. He doesn't believe Tim's us. A he, he doesn't believe us. Yo, yeah, watch the video, Tim. It's yeah, great. It's, it's super good. I, I'm excited for. That. I'm I'm really yeah. excited to play that with like my daughters, honestly. Yeah. Because I'm like, just more curious as to, like, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I don't know. Like, I, I just I but I want that genre in general, and I would love it for it to be Pokemon to just take that step, just become yeah, the adult. It's got to be. It was, it was a damn rail shooter. Like why? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, is the new it's one going to be like a rail shooter? That's my thing. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Yeah. But I, I'd be okay with that. I'd pay a number of dollars for that. Rail shooters are so... It's fine. It's fine. I'm more... Like I said, I'm <laughs> Tim, more... Tim, it's ex- okay. You don't like calm, beautiful things. That's, I understand. That is true. I like... Look, I at, like look at most of the games he played. They're like, dark, they're like dark and gritty and have <laughs> shitty graphics, but he fucking Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Dark Souls, Mortal Kombat, fucking XCOM. Games that just hurt me. Yeah. All right. So, but speaking of dark, shitty, uh, and dark and shitty graphics, uh, do we want to wrap up and play some Phasmophobia? What are we doing? Only if Tim that. dies this time. Only if Tim dies. <laughs> oh, oh, um, I came up with some ideas. Also, I found out something. Did you know we're supposed to hide from the ghosts and not run away like yes. little bitches every time we get scared? Yes. Yeah. You're supposed yeah. to hide in closets. I've known that shit. for a while. It hasn't. That knowledge hasn't helped me at all. <laughs> so why I just don't run. We... <laughs> I just panic. <laughs> all right. Well, tonight let's let's try. You wanna know why I don't and... do that? Because I don't have the, no the coordination to try and open up some of them doors is <laughs> Dude, fucking oh my hard. God. So opening Trying to do a, with the mouse, right? And then you gotta you gotta open it and then close it so you don't get fucking ganked. No, look, Tim, feel like you need the hands as, over your face tonight. All right. I feel like the the as the only one who I don't know. Justin, did you play Outlast? No, I watched you play it a bit. I watched you play. Did it you too. play Alien Isolation? Nope. I, nobody. Have you finished nobody, a horror game? Nobody yelled Dude, about the I big black. I played Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Okay, so why are we being scared? I'm Tim, a. You wouldn't understand. You haven't died. <laughs> when you it die, can, it can't be. It cannot be worse than Outlast Two when that witch made me literally do this because she jumped up and scared the poop out of me, and I tried. I was gonna like. Punch the camera. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. It, that. it can't, it can't <laughs> be like, worse than that. <laughs> I, I think I was watching live when that happened. I played <laughs> Outlast one and two, and then you also watched me scream about the alien being a giant black dick in Alien Isolation. <laughs> so it cannot be worse. Like oh, it could be bad, 
but could be. I feel like we should play the outro and play Phasmophobia. All right, let's do it. All right. Hold, all Any right. closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. Um, Ed Boon. Ed Boon. Please. Ed Boon. I'm talking to you directly. I'm going to clip this. I'm going to at you again. Please. Mortal Kombat 9. Deadly Alliance. Deception. Just please. Xbox Series X. That's all I want. Make my dreams come true. It's not all you want. You want you want cyberpunk. Don't lie like that. Okay. It's <laughs> all I want in this moment. <laughs> you can cut that part um, out. <laughs> I'm gonna know life cyberpunk. I know I am. Justin, what you got, boss? I look forward to bullying you, Cody, into playing some more Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer. And tricking you into enabling photo mode so that I can spend like three hours in one game. <laughs> hey, man, I'm all about throwing my pocket sand and setting people on fire, all right? <laughs> dude, <laughs> I love that. I got cal traps that set people on fire, man. Oh, dude. And then you get like the 25% more damage from fire weapons. Ooh. How you be lighting bitches up, literally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I don't have anything other than play Genshin. It's fucking free. Just play it, it's good shit. And there's always stuff to do. And as long as you're not weird and just play it on your PlayStation, play it on the computer and you can play it on your phone. You can link it and play wherever the fuck you want. So, all right. Outro time, boys. Bye. Bye.